Welcome to the Lax League Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Will Murphy. We are here this evening. Um, going to do a little bit of a solo job tonight, um, just in the in the interest of brevity and um, keeping this podcast to under an hour and a half. I feel like, you know, I just wanted to get get my thoughts down, get get my thoughts out there. I don't have really a forum to do this other than the podcast and the other four pieces of content that I do on a regular basis. Uh, moving forward, it's going to be a little tougher uh, as I as I start to get a little bit busier with my actual job. So um, this is going to be my opportunity to kind of just, just kind of shoot from the hip and talk about all of your teams. I'm going to talk about all your teams tonight. I'm going to go into reasons why I'm optimistic about your team and reasons why I am not optimistic about your team. And everyone's going to get a fair shake here. Um, I'm going to just basically tell you that I'm going to gonna shoot you straight. Uh, and there are going to be some people that might get a little, little sad about that. There, there are some people that are very sensitive in this league. Um, I don't know who, you know, who, who really gets super sensitive about stuff um that person or those people rather need to get a life they need to understand this is all a game it's all just fun um you know and we need to just keep 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 being best of friends and that's really what this is all about guys is is friendship and fun so on that note uh we will get into your teams i'll I'll, I'll make sure we do a little bit of a separation here so you guys can kind of really jump around if you'd like to. Uh, but yeah, so let's get started. Let's get let's get rolling on on the positives and negatives for each team. And there is no better way to kick off the number one team. We're going to go by by how they're ranked by Yahoo here, not by by power rankings. And sitting at the top of the league right now, should be no surprise to to anybody here, is Andrew Thune. Um, Thune is is here a lot, it seems like, um, and for good reason. His team uh, every year he he fields um, at worst a playoff team, it would seem, and at best a championship contender. Uh, this year uh, is no different. He's got Josh Allen. He's got he's got Alvin Kamara. He's got Devonta, Devonta, or Devonte Adams. Uh, those three alone um, are 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 fucking studs, and you know there's not a whole lot you know more a team needs. Um, you know I I will say that um, you know he's got he's got good secondary players as well. Uh, Hollywood Brown's having a good season. C.D. Lamb is 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 really good. Um, Mark Andrews is having a good season. So he's got guys that are that are kind of stepping up. Um, so there's a lot of reason to be optimistic for Thune. Uh, on the flip side, the one thing I'd say is that this team, uh, Thune's teams have always had a solid one-two running back punch, it seems, ever since the second year in the league. The first year was kind of a mess. But his second year in the league on, he's really had a solid running back one-two punch. Uh, this year, it's not the case. Uh, Miles Sanders and, and Zach Moss have been have been spotty, uh, spotty at best uh, this year, and I don't see that getting better. I, I, you know, he's got his bench and his running back situation is a little bit of a concern, at least at the RB two position. Um, you know, wide receiver three, wide receiver four. He, I mean, he, he's okay in in most of these areas. I think. 
you know, this team is going to be good. This team is going to be there um, in the playoffs. Uh, you know, that's just what, what we're going to deal with. Um, I don't think this team is as strong as some of his teams in past years. So, um, you know, he, there are concerns. There are bigger concerns here than we've seen um, on Thune teams of the past. So that's that's kind of my, my quick hitter take on, on Thune. Why is everyone so fucking stupid? All right, and these next two teams, I'm going to actually talk about um, talk about these next two teams together, uh, Walter and Guffey. And the reason I'm going to do that is because I think they share a lot of the same positives and negatives. Uh, as you go into Walter's team, uh, you really see that he's got um, he's got a great quarterback. Uh, he's got he's got wide receivers who are who are pretty solid. Um, you know, Mike Williams, Justin Jefferson are both having great years. Uh, you know, his running back three is really good. I mean, Cortland Sutton or, you know, Robbie Anderson, he's got a good, got a good base on at the, at the quarter or at the wide receiver position. Um, you know, I, with Zeke and Pollard, he's got a really, he's got his, his uh, RB one kind of locked up regardless of what happens there. I mean, Pollard's even putting up RB2 numbers while Zeke is putting up RB1 numbers. So that's pretty impressive. Um, you know, other than that, I think that, you know, we we kind of go into the negative aspect here now, which is that his depth isn't really great at the running back spot. Um, he he has really nobody. And I think I think the major issue here, I mean, with Z, with Barkley Hurt, which is a which is a problem, obviously. Um, but overall, I, I, you know, and we'll see if he, he it doesn't look like he's going to be out super duper long, which is good news for him. Um, but, you know, overall, I think that the issue here and, and we'll see this as we go into Guffey's team, too, is that it's overall roster management, which I think is the problem. Um, you know, Walter is burning two roster spots right now on players he just doesn't need and will never need, really. Um, Derek Carr, <laughs> a backup kicker because Zerline's on by. I mean, there's no reason to ever roster a backup kicker. If you really love your kicker, drop him and then spend the fab to pick him back up. Uh, but like, honestly, there's no reason when you, you literally have nobody start able to be started at running back this week. Um, there's no reason to hold on to two, to two worthless players on your team. So um, I think that just kind of is a microcosm for what we're going to see with, with Guffey as well, which is, which is just roster management issues. And, and I have concerns that Walter isn't, I mean, he, he'll probably make playoffs. He's made playoffs every year. It just, I, he doesn't have the ability to, to make those managerial decisions to, to kind of keep going um, and to move on in the playoffs. And you kind of get the same thing with Guffey, who's got a great quarterback in Stafford. He's got really good wide receivers, um, you know, on his team with you know Evans and and Debo and 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 guys like that, um, you know he still won't start Brandon Cooks, which is just mind boggling. But like again, he's got Derrick Henry, which you you need nothing else. But at the end of the day, like you know he's got the same RB two issue. Terrence Johnson isn't the guy. He's he's a one week fill in. He's not he's not going to be a guy that you can count on down the stretch. Um, Carson could get healthy, similar to a Barkley situation there. With Walter, but like, again, I, I just don't, I don't know if I, if I, if I can trust Guffey to make the right moves and to, to be a good manager here. Um, you know, he said that he's not gonna, gonna make any more moves. He's not gonna make any trades. He seems like he's realized that gets him into some trouble, but 
I mean, overall, uh, you know, it's just kind of a mess. Both both of these guys kind of aren't aren't um, aren't planning ahead and aren't aren't really aren't really thinking thinking um, strategically about about fantasy football at this point. And I know that sounds really nerdy and dorky, but um, if they want to have a chance to win the championship here, they're gonna really have to to step their games up and really start actually paying attention um, to what's going on week to week and and trends and that type of thing. So I think that those two teams are, are, you know, are they're Hey, they're, they're two, three, they're in good shape right now, but I don't trust that they're going to be there. Um, when the dust settles, they could make playoffs. Both of them could easily make playoffs. Um, but I just don't know. I don't know if I trust them to, to kind of keep, keep that momentum going into the, into the playoffs if they make it there. Spike weeks. There is no team that better, better encapsulates the words spike week than Will Thompson. Um, and this is a team, I think that at sitting at number four at four and two, this is a team that is, is in my opinion, has the ability to play for his third consecutive championship uh, appearance this year. Uh, just, I mean, from top to bottom um, from Kyler Murray, Jamar Chase. I mean, the guy has done it right. Uh, Amari Cooper, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, like this, this team is just loaded at the wide receiver spot. It's loaded at the running back spot too. Um, he has excellent running back depth. Um, Antonio Gibson is hurt right now, but he's got Eckler. He's got Daryl Henderson. Eckler and Henderson are both RB ones as far as points go at this point in the season. Um, you know, Antonio Gibson is an RB one if he's healthy. Uh, you know, Elijah Mitchell is is a solid RB th- three four type guy um, as long as he keeps that job. So overall, this team is just I mean, this team is just really really stacked. I think that you know, you know, even you know, the only thing that's really going to hold this team back is injuries. And um, you know, he's got George Kittle hurt. He's got Antonio Gibson hurt. I am concerned about Gibson especially. Um, I think that injury has the potential to linger. Uh, Will has the depth. Will has the running back depth to to kind of to kind of get through that. Um, you know, he he's made some nice pickups. He's got Zach Ertz as his tight end, so he's got he's got. I mean, he's just done a really good job, in my opinion, of of kind of making his roster just the most formidable roster he can, given given what he's dealt with, but. Um, you know, as far as, 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 you know, like I said, as negatives, I think it's just staying healthy, um, is the main thing and, and making sure that, you know, there's not much you can do to prevent injury, but just really keeping that depth alive and keeping, making sure to keep it making good, good waiver pickups, which he's been doing so far this year. So, you know, I think he's, my hat's off to him. I think this is a true contender. I think out of the four teams we've gone over so far, uh, Will and Thune are definitely teams that I would consider contenders at this point. And I mean, Guffey and Walter are too, but, but not in the same, the same boat, in my opinion. All right. And that laser beam sound means that we are on a record break. That means that we are going from the four and twos to the three and threes. We've got quite a few three and threes here. Uh, and the first one in the standings right now is Stephen Bay. Uh, Stephen, honestly, um, 
in spite of his 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 mockable past, uh, his team is is pretty damn good um, overall. You know, I think that of late, you know, and in general, there are concerns here. But like, you know, any week, Lamar Jackson, DK Metcalf, uh, you know, Leonard Fournette, you know, Dalvin Cook, Rob Gronkowski, those guys can carry your team. Each one of them can can have great weeks. I think at the same time, there's a lot more boom or bust potential now. Um, Lamar Jackson is just, in my opinion, very hit or miss. Um, Steven at this point has one of the best pickups of the, of the year in Cordero Patterson, who he's playing at his wide receiver three spot as a running back, uh, which is amazing. Um, truly, truly a cheat code there. Uh, you know, Leonard Fournette's had, had, had a great like season ish sort of once he finally seems to have wrestled that position away from, from Ronald Jones, or at least some of the, most of those touches, Adam Thielen's having a great year. Uh, you know, Dalvin cook again is good. He's got Dalvin handcuffed. So over, overall, I mean, this team doesn't have a ton of holes. Uh, his, his tight end situation is a little bit of a concern right now. And in general, I think injuries are, and that's kind of a reoccurring thing, but like he doesn't have a startable tight end this week. Rob Gronkowski is out. So he doesn't have that tight end this week. Um, and that's kind of the thing that, leads me to the concerns, which is Stephen Bay's management style and his management um, abilities. I think that Stephen kind of fits into the Walter Guffey mold as far as his management abilities go. He doesn't really pay attention um, that much, uh, and that's going to be an issue for him uh, moving forward. That's what always shoots him in the foot every year, um, and I, I have no doubt that he will fuck that up again this year. So... For now, he's in the mix. He's got a great team, and I think he's a very dangerous team early in the season. I think as as we get going further down, we'll see if he can keep it together. Not 100% sure he will, but let's find out. If it is blood you seek, you're welcome to join us. All right, and number six is the moment we've all been waiting for, is for me to talk about my team. Uh, and, you know, obviously, uh, I'm going to have rose-colored glasses on when it comes to my amazing team. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, as a quarterback, I don't love. He's okay. He's not He's not going to kill me. He's going to normally have good weeks, um, but he's not that kind of boom guy that's going to get me 40 points. I, he's just not that guy anymore. Um, I really like my wide receivers. I'm not going to lie. They were all kind of discount-type guys in the draft, they weren't super duper expensive, uh, but they've all really, most of them rather have really panned out cup Deontay Johnson. Um, you know, Corey Davis has been solid, not great, but my wide receiver three is kind of a, kind of a hodgepodge at this point, but, but you know, cup and Deontay have been great. Uh, the one strength in on this team, I really think is, is the running back depth, um, between, Chubba Hubbard and McCaffrey, I've always got, you know, that Carolina running back's been really valuable. Um, and and if McCaffrey comes back, that's going to be the X factor to see if this team is really a true contender. If McCaffrey does come back, I think I think that my team is going to be going to be really hard to beat. Um, but other than that, I've got really nice running back depth. Um, James Robinson is a beast. He's back to being an RB one. Uh, after a, a rocky for start to the year. Um, and you've got just good running back depth all the way around. 
from Chase Edmonds to Daryl Williams, who's going to be have that role for a couple more weeks. Uh, you know, it's just a good, solid team. I've got, you know, got good depth at wide receiver two guys that I can plug in at that, that wide receiver three spot if I need to. Um, my tight end solid, not great. No offense, good, good enough. And yeah, I mean, overall, I think my team doesn't have a ton of holes. It's also not like super exciting or really, really, you know, thrilling. Um, I'm, I am excited about Jalen Waddle. I think he could really come on as a legit RB or, or wide receiver three to complement Cup and Deontay Johnson. And if that happens again, I think that those are the two keys to my success. Or if Waddle really comes through as an RB or rather a wide receiver three and, and, and McCaffrey, um, you know, injuries, I think, are the, are the opposite side of the coin. If McCaffrey doesn't come back, if, you know, I think that I'm dead in the water. So fun times. Let's get excited. Hoping McCaffrey's not the next girly. This is bullshit. I want Bush. Pan down. All right. At number seven, we have Mo, and, and Mo kind of falls into that same category as Steven and Walter and Guffy, in my opinion. Um, you know, they all had, they've all been off to really good starts this season. Mo had a great start. And honestly, I thought his draft was really good. Um, you know, but when you look at his team, you know, he's got, he's got a solid, he's got a really solid team. He's got Mahomes. He's got, you know, DJ Moore. I really like, you know, Calvin Ridley, who's been a pretty big disappointment to be honest with you, but, but he should be good and he'll probably be good moving forward. You know, his initial team had Montgomery. It had, you know, a really nice, solid team. Um, you know, and, and I think, you know, with, you know, Mixon and, and Hawkinson, that was, you know, a nice, a nice, solid, nice, solid uh, basis for, for a good team. The problem I think is, is that, you know, as, as we've seen players not do quite a play up to their standard, uh, Mo has been slow to react in my opinion. Um, you know, he's got, he's got good depth at running back. He's got, you know, Mixon, Alex Collins, Gordon, you know, as Montgomery gets healthy, we'll see what happens there. But, you know, he's done a good job at least of keeping depth on board. He just isn't really, doesn't seem like he's really paying enough attention to, to make the good smart moves and and make savvy moves at this point. Um, You know, he's, I, I, I do like, I mean, I like the guys he's got. It just, it's a question of, it's just a question of him, him managing it better. Um, You know, you've got Joe Mixon and Alex Collins who, who knows Alex Collins is likely not going to play this week. I'm um, after not practicing two days in a row. So who's he going to start? He, he could have started Gordon, but he played Thursday night. So, I mean, now he's stuck. Now he's stuck. It's similar to Walter's situation where he doesn't have an RB two. Um, and, and Moe's in the same boat. So really just um, not great planning there. And, we'll see what happens, but overall, you know, this team is good. He's got good players. It's just the issue in my mind is that the management aspect of it. Um, and we've seen that with four other teams in the top seven. And we'll see if I'm right or wrong about those guys, if they can actually pull together or if they're all going to fucking sink and, at, and go out of the playoffs. I think it's going to be a mixture. I think we're going to see some miss because of bad management and some make it and then burn out in the playoffs. So, that's my take. That's my feel on those guys. We'll see what happens. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. 
Number eight, we have Dave, who is the perennial playoff powerhouse, uh, the PPP. And Dave, um, you know, his team, at, you know, every year he just somehow gets finds a way to get it done. Um, th- in spite of the fact that there's really not a ton <laughs> to be super duper excited about, in my opinion, on this squad. Um, you know, Keenan Allen has been a little bit of a disappointment as Mike Williams has come on. Uh, Julio Jones is a fucking waste of human life at this point. Um Aaron Jones had is a boomer bust guy. He's had good weeks, but he's he's just he he he's pretty he's solid but not great. Swift has been good, but again, just kind of you know he's he's been having he's actually had a really nice year so far. Swift has so Kelsey has been good, but not not like twenty points a week, more like ten points, fifteen points a week. So I mean, overall, Dave is just the most boring, solid team that there is, and that has not changed. And right now Dave is well within striking distance of doing the same exact thing this year, uh, weaseling his way into the playoffs and then winning it all. But I mean, the depth is not good. Um, I don't like this team overall. Uh, he's got two good solid running backs, which is a change of pace for him. Uh, he's got Travis Kelsey at tight end, which is a, a cheat code, you know, Dak, as long as he stays healthy, but like his wide receivers, I'm not fans of, um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see overall. I mean, Dave just somehow just always does it. So, yeah, what the fuck are you going to do? Fuck you, Dave. Fuck the Dodgers. Do you suck dicks? Sir, no, sir. Bullshit, I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Sir, no, sir. I mean, I don't really even know where to start with Brandon's team sitting in... um sitting in ninth place at this point after a really strong start. Uh, yeah, I mean, so obviously Russ getting hurt really fucking hurts him. Um, hurts him and it hurts Lockett, as we can see from last week's uh, lackluster performance by him. Uh, but this team, I mean, he's got Tyreek, who's legit. He's got Jonathan Taylor, who's legit. And after that, I don't really know what to be to be excited about, honestly, you know, Brandon, I'll say he does have this ability similar to Dave to just kind of get through stuff um, and, and, and do it, do a nice job. He's always kind of been lucky slash good at waivers somehow. Um, He's always kind of, kind of killed it there, Uh, you know, but honestly, like I, I don't, you know, the positives, I guess, would be that Russ is going to be back soon, which will make Lockett relevant. Um, Tim Patrick had a down game this past week, but he's solid. Um, Tyreek Hill is really, really good. Um, he's got some positive, you know, positive feelings going there. Um, he doesn't have a running back two at all. Uh, Herbert is not the guy, so I don't really know what he's planning on doing at running back two. He doesn't even have anyone on his roster aside from Herbert that that could actually be be used. So I think there's there's definite reason for for, for pessimism on Brandon's end. I see why he's joined the the crew of Devin and Tom. Uh, you know, I would be very surprised if Brandon. Brandon's able to to pull off a playoff berth here, uh, given what what his roster looks like. That being said, if Russ comes back and starts balling out and cooking, 
that could change things. But for now, it's not looking great. Mm, drink it in. It always goes down smooth. All right, at 10, we have Luga. Um, and this is a really interesting case, in my opinion, because, you know, you look at Luga's team, and he he's in, I mean, he's pretty... It's not terrible. Um, you know, he's got great wide receivers, in my opinion, like really, really good wide receivers um, between Hopkins, Antonio Brown, uh, and Diggs. Uh, so he's got that going for him. I think they're going to really start to kind of get it get it clicking um, in the second half of the season. Uh, his running back situation um, is also pretty good, honestly. He's got, um, you know, Najee Harris. He's got Damian Harris, both of whom, have had really good weeks in the past couple. He's got really high upside guys on his bench. He's got Tony on his bench. He's got Cream Hunt who will come who will be a nice shot in the arm as he kind of makes that playoff push. Um, if he makes a playoff push. Uh and you know, Marvin Jones. I mean, this team is it's deep. It's pretty solid. Um, it's not like, you know, it it's kind of similar. It's kind of like you know, I don't, I don't really know how to describe it. I don't want to compare it to my team in terms of just not being super exciting, but being pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, you know, he struggled at the quarterback position this year and he struggled at the tight end position. Luckily, uh, Ertz got traded. So that that's huge for Goddard and Burrow, I think, is really coming into his own. So Luga, Luga might might be a surprise team in the second half. And by surprise, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, just given his record, which I think is the main main issue, is is was his start. Um, I think that Luga's got a. If Luga started three and three or four and two instead of two and four, two and four, I think that we'd be talking differently about this team. Um, you know, which I, it sounds silly because it's just a one or two game difference, but you know, I I could see Luga making a serious strong push for a playoff berth. Uh, well, I don't know if he'd get there, considering that there are some really good teams in the league, but. You know, Luga's a better manager than than four of the teams ahead of him, at least, if not more. Um, so, so he's got that going for him, and I think that honestly, just watch out. I think I think that if you guys have a chance to 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 tan Luga and L, by all means, take it because I don't want to see this team down the road. So, God damn it! Open your fucking ears. All right, now here's where it gets fun. Uh, here we get to the sad. The sad sack committee chaired by Devin Penhall, uh, co-chaired by Tom Blashaw. Uh, and we'll start with Devin. Um, you know, honestly, like I look at I look at Devin's team and 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 I know it's gonna be unpopular in his mind to say this, and I'm not gonna be that guy who's super optimistic about Devin's team. Um, I do like some of the players that are on this team. Um, you know, I just think that they might be a year away. Uh, I think he's got you know, Hertz and Devonta Smith, who I, I, I do like Devonta Smith. Uh, Godwin's been really hit or miss this year. Allen Robinson's just sucked, um, which has really killed Devin because that was supposed to be his uh, wide receiver one. Um, running back has been an issue ever since the draft. I mean, Devin's, Devin's injury situation has just been absolutely brutal with Chubb now down and, you know, you know, it, Gus Edwards going down and just, it, it hasn't stopped for him. And it's just been a spade of bad luck for, for Devin, sadly. Um, you know, he also invested heavily in rookies, which I, you know, I'd like to do that too. 
Um, however, you know, they're just not panning out at this point and he needs them to like turn on right now. And luckily this past week, he got a nice performance from Javonta Williams. And I think that, that, you know, down the stretch, um, he might, might see some, might see some real, really nice games as these guys kind of start to figure it out. The question is, is if it's going to be too late. And the question is, is going to be, you know, is Allen Robinson going to remember how to play football? Is, um, Chris Godwin going to get a better you know, have better and or consistent production. These are all questions that we, we can't really answer at this point. Um, and everything has to kind of fall into place for Devin to have the ability to have a playoff chance. And if the, if, you know, it can't be like two of those things, it has to be literally all of them. They all have to come together. And, and if they do, he's got a shot, honestly, but I'm not going to blow smoke up his ass. It's, just too many rookies, too many, too many guys that probably are about a year away from being fantasy studs. Um, he just was a year too early, sadly. And I know they say you'd rather be a year too early than a year too late, but tell that to Devin. I don't know. Ugh. Sorry, 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 Dev. Let's face it, Harry. The vet get some wet. And finally, last but not least, we get to Tom Blashaw. Uh, I mean, what is there to say at this point? I mean, I, I'll be honest. I, I thought uh, Tom did a nice job uh, with his wide receivers this year. I wanted all of those guys. Um, not, not AJ Brown. That much has been documented. I was not in on that situation. Um, but you know, he looks like he's showing signs of life. So that's good news for Tom. So there's a positive. Um, but McLaurin and Woods just haven't lived up to, I mean, they're, they're just so hit or miss at this point. Um, and when you combine that with just an awful running back draft, um, there's no two ways to describe that. I mean, CEH was never going to be a, a running back one yet. People still were buying in, um, you know, which just, I don't, you know, it's time to stop. It's time to stop with CEH. Uh, you know, Gaskin was not a running back two. <laughs> he was a running back three at best. Um, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, uh, but, you know, I, I, I drafted Gaskin in the league as my RB4, I think. So, so I mean, not to say that, you know, it just, it just wasn't, wasn't well thought out in terms of the running back situation and thinking that the wide receivers would make up for it when wide receivers are just by definition streaky. So, um, you know, I don't know what to say there. I mean, Herbert is a great, great quarterback. He's been amazing. Um, you know, so there's that, that's another positive that you can notch for Tom, uh, you know, you know, having two kickers is always fun especially with a team like this, but what, what, what does he get? Well, he doesn't give a shit. Like he doesn't give a shit. If I mock his two kickers uh, at this point, it's a lot more, it's a lot worse for a team like, like Walter to have two kickers when he's literally in the mix top four and in the mix for a playoff hunt or playoff spot. So, you know, what is there to say about Tom's team? I mean, it's just three years in a row, just really rough. You know, I would say that at this point, this is one of the teams where, you know, it hasn't necessarily, I mean, sure, CEH was, got hurt, but like, that's not the reason Tom's doing bad. Injuries have really killed Tom in the past. This year, it was just honestly just 
a rough draft where the the good players that you drafted have turned out to not be as good as you thought. And that just sucks. There's nothing you can do about that. Just kind of fucking put your head down and keep on keeping on. Throw that sad, sad tomacho on and just enjoy the rest of the season with your friends. Como están, bitches? Spanish language news is here. As we end the podcast, I think it's just we'll, we'll do, I'll just do a quick little recap here, um, and and say that I believe um, that that Thune, Will Thompson, Stephen, possibly uh, myself, Dave, uh, and I mean honestly, Luga are all teams that 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 who may not um, be be kind of the top team in the league right now, but all of those guys have a shot at playoffs. I don't know about a championship, but I, I believe that those teams are in my mind contenders. Um, obviously that we we've got Walter and Guffy who at this point are contenders who will need to actually pay attention to fantasy football in order to, to actually be contenders. Um, Mo is kind of on the outside of that, that realm um, and Steven a little bit too, but, I'm going to lump him in with the, the people that are kind of paying attention, even though there's no reason to believe that he is paying attention. Um, you know, I, so I think that, that, you know, you've got, you've got that, that, that group of teams that, that really, that really has a shot. And overall, like if you just boil it down basically to, to record and, and to how everyone's doing right now, you know, Thune, Walter, Guffy, Thompson, Steven, myself, Dave and Luga is on the outside, but I think that he could make a, a hard charge. So in my mind, that's eight teams that have a real shot um, at this thing. Um, I don't really put Mo in there right now, uh, but, but who knows? It, it could change. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think that's where we're at uh, in terms of in terms of the league. So hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we will see you very soon, and uh, best of luck to all of your teams this weekend, uh, except for Brandon. Fuck you, Brandon. Toodaloo, motherfucker. Hey, you, you, you.